Welcome to the Fearless Vampire Podcast. I'm on a heartfelt mission through the art of conversation and storytelling to inspire women to pursue their creative entrepreneurial journey with reckless abandon. I'm your host, Taylor, a six-figure photographer and business coach based in Colorado. I'm a right-brain mompreneur to two toddler boys, devoted deep conversation holder, and your personal alpaca cuddle liaison. My hope is that you leave our time together feeling empowered and energized to build your dream life. Learn more at fearlessvampire.com. We have all had long relationships before, whether it's with a partner, a parent, a sibling, a friend, even your dog or a horse. We've all seen the beauty that develops from a long-term relationship. We also know that the same relationship can take on many different forms and looks over time. For example, Mike and I have been together for 11 years, and our marriage looks very different today than it did in 2012, as it should. We've both grown and changed, and if you create the right, safe place to grow, then you will marry or recommit to the same person, animal, friend, many different times. Branding your business can oftentimes feel like a marriage. It feels like a really big commitment at the beginning when you're getting started and you're trying to figure out what your brand should look and feel like. Figuring out the nuances of its personality and what it wants to become is all part of the process. Now, in in your business lifetime, you will go through many, many changes that lead to beautiful growth. I am so excited today to introduce one of my Launch to Livelihood alumni students and who has quickly become a dear friend, Kelly Marie, who is of the former Kelly Marie Photography, but is rebranding her business to be... Branded Brumby. Branded Brumby. Yay! So Kelly is from Wichita Falls, Texas. And Mm -hmm. did, did I say that right, Kelly? Yes, you did. Perfect. Wichita Falls, Texas. Um, She is originally from Australia, but has been living in Texas, living the ranch life. And I'm really excited for her to share about her rebrand experience. And we're going to get really heavy into branding. And I'll share more about that in a minute. But we actually met through the Boca podcast that's hosted by Photographers Edit CEO, Nathan Holritz. It's an incredible podcast for photographers if you haven't heard of it. Kelly, I'm so excited you're here today. Thank you so much for making time for this with all the technical frustrations and all. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. Anytime I get to talk with you, it's a wonderful day. (laughs) I love getting to chat with you as well. So Kelly, why don't you share a little bit about your business, where you're from, just anything that you want to share about yourself and your business? So primarily, I am a Western art photographer. So I have a very, like, I have a niche. I live the ranch life and everything is horses and cattle and and all the things and so it's what I do is quite unique and it's very it's very specialized. So when I started Kelly Marie Photography, I was like, Oh, this will be it forever. And, you know, I've I've kind of niched down in other ways as well. Like I love to take portrait photography as well, but I've kind of I'm trying to re I'm pivoting there somewhat, which you you know all about, Taylor. But trying to like marry that with my art and, and all the things, I just, I just felt like there needed to be some kind of change. Also, people have heck pronouncing my name. So it's spelled K-E-L-L-E-E. So everyone really wants to call me Keely. And how funny. 
Yeah. So when, you know, if I'm set up at like a trade show or something like that, people are just, they're hesitant, like they're almost embarrassed to be just like, is it Kelly, Kelly? What is it? So I was like, I might have a little issue here. So that's where I kind of, I got with you and I'm like, what do I need to do here? So that's, that's kind of where it all started with the whole rebranding and, and all the things. I love this. So you were in my, my previous launch to livelihood group coaching. What was that experience like for you? Because you came into it as Kelly Marie photography. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember at what point we decided like, Hey, maybe your niche market isn't going to connect. And you had already had that, that feeling because people are having a hard time pronouncing Kelly, which is something you have to think of, right? Whenever you're a business owner is my name easy to pronounce. And it, it should be, but if people are wanting to call you something different, that's really challenging to build a brand around. So what was that experience like for you once you realized my niche market is probably not going to connect with Kelly Marie anymore? So because like there were several of us in, on different levels of our business, there were some girls that, you know, they were just sort of starting off in their photography business journey. So they hadn't even developed a website or anything like that. And we got to talking, you know, about like, I think you brought up the word rebranding. And I was like, I'd never considered this. Like, I thought I was set in stone with like what I had already started with. So I thought Kelly Marie was it forever. But then sort of, I'm, and as you know, I'm a big listener. Like I, I I sat through a lot of our calls and I really take everything in. And there was just some comments that was made, were made by you and some of the other girls. And I was like, you know what? I'm a really good candidate to rebrand everything. And another thing which really ties in with my deal is I, on the side also, I have a jewelry business, which is called Brumby Goods. And so the word Brumby comes from Australia. So it's a wild Australian horse. So it's equivalent to the Mustang here. And I wanted to, I wanted to incorporate that into my business, like my jewelry business, because I thought it helped represent me as an Australian but also, you know, a horse loving girl. So I'm like, why don't I tie all of, all of my things in together? So that's, yeah, it, it, it was, it was hard to come up with that name and be specific, but Branded Brumby just evolved. And yeah, it really, I'd never, I never had thought about it until we started having, you know, our, our calls and our group talks. And I was like, hmm, this is awesome. Well, and Branded Brumby is so perfect for so many reasons. And we'll, we'll jump into that in a second. I would love, Kelly, if you would share like specifically what topic and what question you have that you want to cover in this one-on-one live coaching call. So I've been thinking about it a lot because, I, it, like I said, I've never even thought of rebranding. I just, I didn't even, never even crossed my mind to do that. And I was like, you know, I got so established with Kelly Marie. But I guess my, my question's kind of like a double header. It's like, so when in pivoting in your business, which we, we all pivot a lot, and I'm sure I will pivot again in the future, but is it, so if I, if I'm pivoting, is that a good time to rebrand? And, you know, is it something I should tie in together or should I pivot? Then basically like the timing on it and yeah, when is rebranding a good time? Like when is it a good time to rebrand? Absolutely. That's such a great question. So I have just off the cuff, I have three reasons that you should rebrand. And Kelly, you had been going through every single one of these reasons at the same time. Mm -hmm. So this is like the, like this beautiful trifecta of all these things in your business coming together. 
And I remember telling you that I typically don't suggest people change their business name because it's really hard, right? Once you're established and people know you as a brand, can you imagine if like Nike decided, or even whenever Facebook decided to go by Meta, people were like, what? You've been Facebook for 13, 14 years. Yeah, right. Get out of here, Meta. And it's still like not taking off. It's just really hard. But you were going through such a major rebrand and you hadn't quite found that niche market that you really wanted to serve. And so it felt like a really safe place to not only rebrand, but completely re-identify your business and who it's serving. So the, the, the first reason that I think you should really consider rebranding, and again, like, like you said, and I said earlier, every business is going to go through a rebrand, but it feels really scary at the beginning when you're, when you're making your logo and you're coming up with your experience and trying to figure out your niche because it feels like really confining almost like going to the altar. I mean, not that going to the altar is confining, but it's like, Ooh, this is a big commitment I'm about to make to somebody. Did I, did I really think this through? Yes, this is the right person. Okay. Yes. I'm doing the right thing. Yes. But you still have that, that moment of pause of like, okay, I'm doing this. It's the same kind of feeling with branding. It feels like a really huge commitment, but if you view it as I'm going to let this business start out like this, And we're just going to ebb and flow together. We're just going to work together and see what this business wants to become. So if you think of it like that, it becomes a little less daunting to commit to a rebrand and just know that at some point your business is going to outgrow itself. And that is perfectly normal and beautiful. And it's a great place you want to be in business. So the first reason to rebrand is you have a change in clientele. And Kelly, go ahead and speak to this because you got a lot of clarity during that time together where you realized that you you didn't want to do portraits necessarily, you thought maybe you'd offer it and then you were like, nah, I really don't want to do portrait sessions. Even though you had found this, this Western clientele, there's still so many different vessels and avenues that you can take within a niche market. So talk, talk to that point where you were realizing your clientele was shifting significantly. Most people that know me know that like taking photos of people is definitely not something that's, you know, on my favorites list or that I'm unnecessarily comfortable with. I did it a lot to make myself step out of my comfort zone and it's been awesome for me. It's not that I, like I just, I, animals, animals are my thing. Like I can sit out there for hours and just sit with them and wait for that one perfect shot. That's, that's kind of my jam. People, not so much. Like, don't get me wrong, love my people. But it's one thing that made me realize, so some of my best friends, they're they're in the Western industry, Western horse industry. And one day I just, I had my camera and I was just taking just candid photos of them just in their normal day. And when I went through that, went through and started editing those photos, I got so much joy from capturing them in their natural environment and you just capture their personality. And for, I mean, that a cowboy and guys in general don't want to, they really don't want to do a, a portrait session. So, I mean, then you think about take a real manly man cowboy. He's like, do I really have to stand here and pose for this? So I think for me, I was just like, this is where I need, well, this is what I need to offer. Like, let me come into your world and like, just do you. And if we pause for a minute, but you don't have to get dressed up. You don't have to do all the things like, let me just capture your life on the ranch or at the farm in the arena. And so that's where I was like, that's where I need to change things. Now I will probably still offer some portrait packages, I'm sure, 
but I really want to zone in on that documentary candid kind of style of photography. Yeah, I mean, talk about a clientele change, Kelly. You went from primarily shooting people to animals. And you do everything from the documentary ranch style, like capturing those that those raw moments to literally headshots for horses. Like that's that's your MO. And you you love doing yeah. that portraiture. And so you went through a huge, like not just niche change, but clientele change. Because the people who are hiring you to take pictures of their horses are a very different client than people who want family photos in a field with their horses. It's a very different clientele. So you hit the nail. You hit the nail on the head. That was one of the biggest reasons I think you ventured into this rebrand because we, again, you went from people to animals and you were totally happy finding that that clientele that you were ready to serve. Mm-hmm. So the second reason that I think you should really consider rebranding is you're going to be changing what you're offering and or your niche, which you were moving into. So Kelly, you were one of the more unique students that I had ever got to work with because you weren't pursuing family photography, wedding photography, senior portraits. You were like, I have a very different business model that I want to pursue. And it's not, it's not as black and white as just having a few, few pricing options. So talk more about that. You were changing your offerings completely. Even we had talked about doing like a subscription model because the people mm-hmm. that were hiring you, 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 you had worked with a, a medical equine company, correct? So there were people yeah. hiring you for like brand photography, but also kind of stock photography, but they really wanted the stock to be really representative of their brand. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you carry on from, from here about how your offerings and your niche were really shifting. I listen to a lot of photography podcasts and I always get something out of all of them. A lot of them are really zoned in on portrait and wedding photography, which is clearly what I don't specialize in. But and that's what even when I was coming, you know, I was talking to you about joining the group. I was just kind of like, am I going to fit in? Like, cause I am so left field compared to everybody else. Like, but it's amazing how it just, you get around some like-minded people and it doesn't matter that we're all so different with what we do. Like I still got so much out of it and it actually, in a way, like, I mean, there is, there's a couple of girls that were in the, in our group and their style of photography. I was drawn to it. And that was part of the reason too. Like right then and there in one of our our phone calls, I was just like, you know what? I love what Lacey does. Like Lacey, that that style, like that's kind of like why, if she can do that, why can't I do that? And, you know, you can take bits and pieces from everybody's stuff. And then, you know, you got to talking to me about like, hey, the subscription thing, which I'm still pursuing that because I think it's such a, it's a great thing. Like yet stock photography is available everywhere, but like, this industry stock photography like is it's you know it's not as widely available so it's like I need to offer that and yeah just like just honing in on my packages and and my worth as well that was another thing that that really like talking to you and the other girls it's just like man like I'm specialized like this is what I do is important (laughs) and making yourself understand that can be really hard sometimes yeah, one of the biggest uh, biggest reasons to define your niche 
is because of that specialization. And people get so excited when they find their person and you are that person for a lot of people, Kelly, when they find that person, they are committed for life. They are willing to pay premium prices. I could do an entire podcast and I've done plenty of webinars on this specifically, what it looks like to define that niche. But I loved, loved seeing you light up as you found your niche and your passion because yes, as a business coach, most people assume like, oh, she must coach just weddings because that's what I specialize in. But the course that I've developed was specifically for people to find their own niche, to find what lights them up. And then we work together to create this business that really flourishes within your passion because I, I, I can't make somebody love weddings. Like I could, I could tell you till I'm blue in the face, Kelly, that you could make a killing on Western weddings. You already know that. But if it doesn't light you up, then there's no reason for me to try to force you into that like pigeonhole you. You have such expansive ideas for your business. And this rebrand was a huge piece of it. So I think, so like just speaking to that, the third reason that I think you should absolutely consider rebranding is if you have a change in the experience you're offering now the experience is 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 all encompassing with pricing the journey your website your logo like what gifts you deliver what your referral program looks like if your experience has changed at all that's a really great time to rebrand and i'll get i'll, I'll use myself as an example my business has gone through three rebrands and every time it was like i didn't plan for it I just went, you know what? Things have changed a lot and my current brand is not on the level that I need it to be and it's not attracting the people that I thought it was going to anymore. And so my my most recent change was because we realized that we were starting to attract a different price point of couples and our current brand was not representative of that. Also, our journey had changed. We had just created a brand new website, which we launched at the same time with our new brand and logo and experience. But the whole journey had changed because once they landed on our website, it was a very different experience than if they had landed on my first website or even my second website. We had started using a client relation management system. And so that changed the journey for our couples. They were getting a lot more touch points, a lot more information, very quick and upfront once they signed on with us as a client. My gifts changed. Like I I used to send a a hanger to all my all my couples for, you know, for, for the bride to hang her dress on. Well, as our culture shifted and as our business shifted, I was like, I want to send Yetis. And so the uh, gifts that I was sending, I was sending food and Yetis and just a very different gift experience. I love gift giving. It's a very big part of my business. So once I realized that that journey was changing, I knew we were ready for a very big rebrand that kind of led to more of this like luxury weddings. And so you were also going through that. Like you had a change in your pricing structure, what you were charging, like you said, coming into your worth. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, once they step into their worth, they're ready for a rebrand. That's a really good sign too. But talk about what your journey for your client, what your client experience changed to look a little more like or what you are shifting that for in 2023. So I want to be able to create basically like, so when someone either goes to my Instagram, my website, they can just see like, this is like, just offer a totally different experience. And this is something that's still evolving and how I'm, I'm still, I'm still coming up with these things because I haven't 
you know, we're not quite there on the past the finish line yet. But I just, I, I think when, like I said, whenever someone hears it's like, oh, we're doing family photos or we're doing, you know, this or that, it's, it's just, it really intimidates some people. And so if I can, even if I, if I did some video showing like, hey, this is how easy it can be for me to come to your ranch and you do you and I'm just there. And it's like, you won't even know I'm there. And so I'm trying to like, I know I'm going to need some help with that going forward and being able to like reiterate that experience for people. But even when it comes to like packages for people with their horses, like horse people, you and I spoke about this, horse people are like, I mean, they're all about their horses, you know, same as dog people. But I mean, it's like, they're like, they're willing to like, yes, capture my beautiful horse. Let's do this. So almost offering like a, a premium experience for people. And you know, like that's it, like, you know, that brings in things like your, so you're automating things like with your contracts and all of those. There's so many things that go into it, but it just will make, like, I want to make the experience seamless for people. That's so beautiful. Making it a seamless experience you do charge more for that. Like if, if you're kind of all over the place and scattered and you don't really know what you're doing and offering and bringing to the table, I can tell you're very good at what you do because seeing you on our calls, I, I was always like, what's Kelly thinking? Because you, you, you are a watcher and a listener and you're an absorber and you're a studier. And that works so beautifully with horses because they prefer that level of energy. Mm-hmm somebody who can bring that calmness. And that's what an owner wants. An owner wants somebody who brings that calm. And you do pay a a premium for somebody who's very good at what they do. So Kelly, you were going through literally all these three changes in clientele, offerings in your niche, and the full overall experience, which led to branded Brumby. And I think branded Brumby is so perfect for so many reasons. One, you were literally doing branding sessions for horses. So that makes sense. In the ranching world, you brand animals, you brand it. That is my stamp. This is my livestock. This is part of my, my culture. So that was such an incredible addition, I think, and shift in your business of branded Brumby. There was just so many reasons that this all tied together and you're Australian. And so you were able to keep that piece of your identity without using your name. And I've, I've shared on, on social media how to know if you should use, like there, there's two ways to name your business, right? You can use your name, which we just talked about. The, the caveat to using your name is one, is it super common and already taken? Like, can you find like Taylor Jones? I was really lucky because there's a really famous Taylor Jones photography in England. And for some reason, he had not bought taylorjonesphotography.com. So I got really lucky with that. But Taylor Jones is a really common name. However, Kelly Marie, like you said, people are having a hard time pronouncing it. So can people pronounce it? And is the URL domain available? Or is it such a wild name? Nobody could ever spell it because there's C's and Z's and K's and a whole bunch of other letters just in my last name. Or you can use a brand name. And a brand name is exactly what you did. It's using a name that is not your personal name, but it's a name that lends itself to very quick growth. However, you have to work extra hard to build that trust, which is just what you touched on, Kelly, is you're going to move into once you do this final, the final steps of your rebrand, you're going to be doing a lot of educating. So as a branded, it's, it's so funny because it's branded Brumby. We're talking about branding and a brand name is we just got brand all over the place. But 
working under a brand name, you really do have to educate people a lot more about one, who the face is behind the business. People will trust you a lot more when they know who the face is. So you showing up on those like behind the scenes videos or creating reels or just showing your face a lot on your social media pages and on your website, that's going to be a huge component for you. But also just educating people in general. Most people in the Western world know when they need photos and why, but a lot of people don't. They don't understand why this could be an heirloom experience. You know, if there's an 80 year old ranch owner who has 15 grandkids, he might not realize, wow, this would be an incredible album for my grandkids to grow up with. You know, there's so there is going to be a lot of educating that I think you're going to run into under this new business. So right now, you are working on your website, right? Like that is the next big piece of this that you are completely redoing. You're doing it. Remind me, are you still using Shopify? Um, so I'm going, I'll be using Shopify as, as my print shop side of things, but I wanted my website to be, to stand out and I wanted to be able to be quite creative with it. And Shopify, the, you know, the templates didn't really offer me what I was wanting. So I'm using a website called uh, Without Code, that platform, and I'm, I'm familiar with it. And it just it gives me the creativity to make my brand shine where I just felt really, I felt like I was in a box with, with Shopify, even though like the e-commerce side of it, I love it. But for my creative side, I just, I needed, I needed more options. So I'm going to incorporate the two. So basically I think I go with Shopify Lite. So like you basically, you'll click on there and you can go from there or shoot proof. I can link a shoot proof gallery which is probably what it's going. It's going to be as seamless as that. Like you'll just you'll yeah, like gallery, and you can purchase prints from there. And so, I love shoot proof. But you and and we'll we'll link a a, a link in the show notes for shoot proof. Mm-hmm. But Kelly, you yeah, you also have this other side of your business, which is selling your beautiful artwork as prints. You and we'll we'll tag uh, Kelly's social media accounts and her website, of course. So definitely go check out her work, but you have, you had this other side of your business of branded Brumby, which was just selling your artwork. Cause you have such, again, a very defined Western art niche. Um, you've been entering into competitions, which is amazing. And so I think Kelly, you were at the perfect time in business to do this big major rebrand. And because of that, you're going to start seeing the major rewards, especially if you get your website done here in the next couple of months, you're already setting yourself up for a huge summer, um, a very crazy summer and spring. I mean, you're in Texas, so you pretty much get spring, summer and fall that you can shoot all of, you know, and, and even winter, I, I guess. Yeah. But I, I do think you're really setting yourself up. And what I love about you, and I and I told you about this the, the first time we chatted, is you are living and breathing your brand. Like Kelly works also on a working ranch. You are competing in barrel racing, right? Are you a barrel racer? Team roping. Team team roping. You're team yeah. roping with your husband, Dylan. Like you are living this life. And it's so beautiful that you have built this brand and business around who you are very authentically and not who you want to be in five years who you were in the past, but who you are right now, Kelly, is what you have built this brand around. And I just, I, I cannot, I cannot think of a more beautiful brand and beautiful entry into the birth of branded Brumby. And I'm, I'm just so, I'm so proud of you. Cause I know you went back and forth on that name for probably four weeks. It was like, 
you had like five different options. <laughs> we, we kept taking votes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've been through so many things to you guys. And I lived and breathed it. Like my poor husband, he was just like, shall we talking about this again? <laughs> I'm like, this is my life. I need to get this right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love yeah, it. But having my having you and the other girls to help me through it, I mean, it just it made my life a lot easier. Good. Yeah, that's that's what the community's all about. And we had touched a little bit about talking about like how to build your community. And honestly, Kelly, I mean, once this rebrand is out and people know who the real Kelly Marie is, then people are going to flock to you. Like you will build your community so fast because I mean, this work is not for the faint of heart. And I tell people that in, in my course, like this is not for people who are like, I don't know, I might want to do this. This is for people who are like, I'm ready to commit. I will do whatever it takes because it is hard work because it's it's not just picking colors and finding a cool font. It's like doing the really hard soul work about what it is that you actually want and then really knowing what you're getting into with your niche and then building a brand experience around that. And Kelly, you have, oh girl, you showed up (laughs) 150% and you have done this hard work. So you are right on the brink of reaping all the rewards from all this hard work. And it is very hard work. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate your advice and yeah, support because this has been a really big step. Yeah, I'm super proud of you. I love that you're wearing your your Brumby hat. I, I know people can't see you, but I, I love that you're wearing your Brumby hat. And I just, I so appreciate you being here with me today, Kelly. Thank you so, so much for being here and, and a guest on the podcast again. We will link all the ways to contact Kelly. If you are in Wichita Falls, Texas, or anywhere in Texas, reach out to Kelly. I know that you are just living that Western dream, Kelly. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Tyler. I appreciate you so much. All right, hon. I'll see you later. Thanks so much for being here on the Fearless Vampire live coaching podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you.